0: Another shorter show today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is you've decided to make Big Sky Sports Talk a part of your day. My family and I greatly appreciate it. You found the only podcast in the world that is completely devoted to the coverage of the four major franchises. A one major market, and that's Phoenix, Arizona. We do things a little bit differently, though. We do it from Big Sky Country, Billings, Montana. We also cover ASU football, ASU basketball, USL championship soccer with the Phoenix Rising, and the WNBA with the Phoenix Mercury. All available to you Tuesday through Saturday. It's Friday now. The week is done. The weekend is here. Um, earn... That date night with your gal, your best gal, earn that pillow when the day is done, work hard and become an economic force as a part of the big sky army. Yeah, I think that's what we're calling ourselves. Um, I'm going to mention something that, uh, kind of sounds, uh, arrogant. Um, but it's, I, I think most of the time and for most everybody is, uh, true. And where this is coming from is the, um, kind of interesting, um, albeit eh, a little bit weird conversation I had with one of the uh um uh, writers that I had um uh earlier um actually well today since i um picked them up um this morning around midnight or so um after a very, very long uh physical day at, at work, I uh made a few extra dollars. It was a, a little bit more of a quieter um night slash uh early morning um than the rest of the nights have been the first time that um as a collective through the uh through the day either before work or after work i've made um just shy of a hundred dollars every other time i've made a hundred or more um but still good i'm not gonna complain but i uh picked um picked someone up today and it was his first time ever using uber um his his um, battery had died earlier in the week. Payday was today and, and he, uh, needed a way home and called an Uber and, and well, it it was me. And, uh, he said, man, you, you seem like a really cool guy. I, I, uh, I appreciate the conversation. I, um, kind of, kind of wish that, um, you, you weren't out driving around and we can hang out or something. And, uh, I said, well, I appreciate it, man. And and this is where the the arrogant uh kind of feel to the show will will kinda go. But um I am and have been told by many that uh, you know, I'm a good guy, um, easy to get along with. Uh many of the um passengers over the last couple of days have you know, have said the same thing. Um and it really seems that um if you have a problem with me that that you are probably the issue i I know that sounds really, really strong, really, really arrogant um and very rarely if if I give you a reason not to like me um then I do my best to kind of confront you and say, Hey, what, what's going on? You know, um, how can we fix this? And and I'm not trying to be a people pleaser, but you, you don't want to kind of end things on want to end things, but have things on good terms with, um, anybody you come in contact with or especially, you know, anybody that you can call friends, you know, some of the ride share, um, obviously, you know, just don't know them you know, very quick, very brief acquaintances, if you will. Um but um must be doing good enough to make a decent impression where, you know, several people have already said, Hey, I like you. You you do a good job. Uh great to talk to, whatnot. So um seemed like a good guy. And and stuff like that. And I've had many friends Mention that uh to me um you know family well they they have your back uh most of the time anyway um and i'm not talking about just me but in in general your family does um i think with family uh um you can say that they they you know have to love you but they don't have to like you always um and, uh, with friends, it could be either, or, you know, they can like, or you like you, but not really love you too much. Or, you know, just like, you know, you're cool. Or, um, if they get really close you, they, you know, it's like a, um, family kind of love, uh, if you will. Um, and, and they can like you too, you know, well, they can do both. And, uh, I don't have a whole lot of friends. But I consider myself to have a lot of close friends, and uh, which I is is great. And and I think any one of them would would say the same thing. Um, so, uh, but anyway, I didn't mean to sound super arrogant. But I was just kind of thinking about that earlier today. And and and, um, you know, I, I try to be super humble. I know that didn't sound super humble, but I try to be. As best I can and, and you know I am very thankful for the friends and the family that I have and um you know I, I I can i like to say that they'll they'll do anything for me if they can and and same with um with me that I that uh for them so um just shout out to everybody that's that knows me and knows me well and uh I'm thankful for our friendship uh so that that's kind of me ending things on a little bit more of a positive not arrogant um and um i guess uplifting if you will and um humble note compared to you know 2 or 3 minutes ago but anyway uh it was it, i mean like i said the the guy was um interesting i you know never heard anybody really say "Yeah, i'd like to hang out you know i mean i guess it's the way he said it and i can't you know reiterate the way he said it but it it was it, it left me kind of feeling not awkward just kind of i'm like oh that was weird but you know thanks kind of thing so um anyway um i think that's it uh like I said, shorter show today. Just uh, ASU. Um, they, uh, they played. But uh, first, the two-minute warning is up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. It's the two-minute warning. This is the beautiful part of the podcast where you give me two minutes and I give you everything that happened yesterday and last night. We take things to Tempe, Arizona. ASU finally gets back into the win column defeating Oregon State 68 to 57. The Beavers led at halftime 35 to 31. However, ASU played great in the second half holding Oregon State to 22 points while scoring 37. The Cambridge Brothers led the way for the Sun Devils scoring a combined 32 points that is nearly half of the 68 points scored Desmond Cambridge had 18 points in 34 minutes and Devin Cambridge had 14 points in 32 minutes Frankie Collins also chipped in with 13 points in 31 minutes ASU had more rebounds assists and blocks they also had fewer turnovers and fouls they will stay at home and play the Oregon Ducks tomorrow night the Suns start their five-game road trip tonight in Boston And the Coyotes play the Wild at home on the 6th. That is your two-minute warning. We talk ASU's win next on Big Sky Sports Talk. As I said in the two-minute warning, ASU finally gets a win after losing four straight three straight after the UCLA loss and uh they take down the Beavers Oregon State 68 to 57 um ASU had three guys in in double figures Frankie Collins um and uh of course as i mentioned in the uh, two minute warning the Cambridge brothers uh, Devon and Desmond uh were the three in uh double double figures for ASU. Um Desmond Cambridge 18 points, 4 of 8 from the field, 7 of 8 at the line. Uh Jordan Pope 14 points, 5 of uh, 17 from the field and uh no no attempts um at the uh line at all. Um uh KC uh a uh seven rebounds three defensive four offensive Devin cambridge six uh six rebounds uh two defensive and four offensive jordan pope three assists two turnovers 37 minutes and desmond cambridge four assists zero turnovers 34 minutes also as i said um Oregon State led 35 to 31 just a 4 point uh, lead after the first and then only scored 22 in the second while ASU scored 37 um in the half so that that was um a pretty uh dominant quarter for the most part uh Oregon State um uh Billado uh, 26 minutes, four of eight from the field, 0 of one from deep, two rebounds, one assist, 10 points. Uh, Taylor Jr. 32 minutes, three of six from the field, one of three from deep, two rebounds, three assists, and seven points. Um, Andela 15 minutes, he didn't score but he had four rebounds. Uh, Pope uh 37 minutes, five of 17, four of 12 from uh, deep one rebound, 3 assists, 14 points. Um, Akeno, 29 minutes, 3 of 6 from the field, 2-5 from deep, 2 rebounds, 1 assist and 9 points. Um, let's see. Rotata, Um, 17 minutes one of four from the field. of one from deep, one rebound, two points. Um Ryun, ten minutes, only four rebounds to his credit. Ibuike, eleven minutes, three or four from the field, seven rebounds and nine points. Um Wright, twenty-three minutes, one of two from the field. Um, and that was uh from deep specifically uh, 2 rebounds to assist 6 points For ASU Warren Washington uh, 28 minutes 4 of 8 from the field 4 rebounds to assist 8 points Devin Cambridge 32 minutes 5 of 7 from the field 0 1 from uh, deep 6 rebounds 2 assists 14 points Frankie Collins 31 minutes um, 3 of 6 from the field 2 of 4 from deep 2 rebounds 4 assists 13 points DJ Horn 31 minutes 2 of 10 from the field, 1 of 6 from deep, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 5 points. And Desmond Cambridge, 34 minutes, 4 of 8 from the field, 3 of 5 from deep, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 18 points. Uh, Brennan, 6 minutes, 1 of 2 from the field, 2 rebounds, and 3 points. Jemai Neal, 10 minutes, 1 of 4 from the field, 1 of 2 from deep, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 points. Alonzo Gaffney, 14 minutes, uh, perfect at the from the field, 2 of 2, 3 rebounds and 4 points. Nunez did not score. He had a rebound and 2 assists in 12 minutes. And Luther Muhammad, 2 minutes um, and uh, no stats across the board, really, at all for him. Again, final score, 68-57 for the team. And Beavers... Uh, we're 20 of 49, 40.8% from the field, 8 of 24 from deep, that's 33.3%, and 9 of 14 at the line, 64.3%. ASU, 22 of 47, 46.8% from the field, 7 of 18 from deep, 38.9%, and at the line, 17 of 26, that's 65.4% Um, at the charity stripe. And also, as I said, um ASU, they um led in rebounds, uh, assists and blocks, and also had fewer turnovers and fouls. Um for rebounds, they led by two thirty-two to thirty with nine offensive and twenty-three defensive. Uh the Beavers had seven offensive and also twenty-three defensive. Um ASU had 18 assists to the 10 for the Beavers. Um, Both teams had five steals and uh, two uh, blocks for ASU, and Oregon State had one Uh, total turnovers, uh, 12 for ASU. Oregon State had 16, 16 fouls for ASU. Oregon State had 21 and a technical. Their largest lead was six. ASU's was 11. Here is... Bobby Hurley with his uh, breakdown of the game.
1: Uh, 18 out of 22 assisted baskets. So on offense, that's what we're you know, striving for. And uh, we've been pretty good at that and we played well. So happy to see the uh, sharing of the basketball. They had um, one player with four threes in the first half and two threes team in the second half. Do you think that you really uh, improved like, with what you were trying to do I, I thought we were, we were rotating well, you know, closing out well. Uh, you know, it was definitely something we discussed at halftime. Uh, you know, and, and, and The one we left Pope on, they're out of bounds, everyone kind of went to the cutter and he shot one right in front of a bench with no one around. So we just had to do a better job of contesting those and I thought we did that in the second half. It seemed like you guys also did a better job of driving to, to the basket, making them foul you, as opposed to just shooting threes. Yeah, I mean I thought you know, we had good balance uh, between uh, get to free to line is huge if we can and we were able to do that and I'm excited about that. There were a couple of key stretches there in the second half where Alonzo Gaffney was playing center, uh, primary ring protector. Can you talk about maybe the trust level you have in him to play in you know, a center without Warren or Duke out there? for this type of team this opponent it, it made sense because they, they're both of their their bigs when they went to rita and uh, Bilodeau, uh you know they, they could both make threes so it, it, it made sense for from a matchup standpoint to go that direction This is the best Alonzo gaffin has looked in weeks so i'm uh, really happy and he's 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 had a good couple of days of practice and uh, you know he looks uh has a renewed kind of energy about him and he, he defended very well and, and he's kind of what I was focusing on when I was telling you, like a lot of what he brought won't show up in a box score, but it's him being able to switch and move his feet against guards and uh, the way he played defense, especially in the second half, was really good.
0: Yeah, um, I just kind of went over it, but just kind of as a reminder for uh, Alonzo Gaffney. I mean, and, in, 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 you know, Bobby just said it, a lot of what he does doesn't show up in, in the stats. Um This is one of the better um, in the stats that I remember Alonzo Gaffney having. He had a much better year, if I remember correctly, last year uh, stats-wise. But here it is again, 14 minutes, 2 of 2 from the field, 3 rebounds, um, and uh, 4 points. Um, I guess if I go like this, all stats... Um, his rebounds breakdown was uh three defensive and um, th- um. Let's see, he also had two blocks, only one turnover, only uh, two personal fouls, and of course the, the four points. So that's Alonzo, you know, um, on the stat sheet. Um, and like I said. I felt like last year was was better to in my recollection. I uh, maybe I'm mistaken, um, but I know he was on the team because I remember. You know, i lot. I mean, <laughs> I guess ASU really has guys that, that is easy to pronounce. Every time I'm, I'm sure you guys notice every time I'm talking about other teams, unless in the NBA where I, you know the the names are a little bit more out in front and. I've heard of them. They've been in the league for a while. College guys, they kind of come and go. Transfer in and out. Um, but ASU has pretty easy to pronounce names. But, I mean, when I look down the starters and, and the bench, um, let's see. Only Luther Muhammad, unless I'm mistaken, and Alonzo Kafney are um from last year so um maybe Frankie Collins but I, I I don't remember specifically um but I mean that that's you know some pretty good praise for um Bobby Hurley on uh Alonzo Gaffney you know said the best that he's looking weeks and again you know kind of me going over this now and thinking in my head you know when I read them every time um, he hasn't looked too great, but um tonight for sure.
1: 11 and 0 when Devin has double figures, he doesn't suck up a lot of shots. We talked about just like what he does off the ball and transition. So, how important is it when as a barometer for you offensively when he's having a good night? Yeah, he's uh he was a live wire tonight. I was just going to the offense board. uh you know, he's getting in passing lanes. He was, uh, he was communicating well you know, on defense with the switches when we needed to. Um, so he, he brought the appropriate leadership to the team uh, and, and experience when, when you're struggling a little bit, you're going through a tough time. Uh, I thought he, he brought the right energy to the game and, uh, and um, did all those little things that we need him to do. And uh, so that was, uh, it was great for him to, to see him play that right time. 11-0
0: when um Devin Cambridge is in double figure scoring that's a pretty good stat uh you know I'm sure you know it's easier said than done but um I'm sure they all wish that hey if we can get uh if Devin can get going and uh early and often go within the flow of the offense and the you know the Um, the cheesy line, but you know, somewhat true line that everybody says: taking what the defense gives him. Um, you know, if that stat was was always true, uh, ASU would uh, well, obviously, be undefeated. But it's you know, um, easier you know, kind of thought of and said and said and than done. Um, of course and i'll go ahead and say it this you know he look look good uh tonight as well um and obviously the games that they've lost well no one's looked good really um but 11 to 0 that's not too bad earlier about getting off to a good start and obviously trailing at the half but Basically, did do a lot
1: of good things early to get off to that start. Yeah, I mean, some of it, like I touched on, was was you know we let a Pope open for three. Yeah, you know, maybe we had a few other examples of, of breakdowns, but I, you got to give credit to Oregon State and I'm, uh, what what Wayne has done with, with a young team. He's got you some really good young players to, to build around in the future. And, and Billado was going against Warren. It looks like you look like freaking Dirk Nowitzki, you know, one shot, like, (laughs) one leg, stepped back, contested, you know, and they made a few shots late at the buzzer, too. That's their style, and and those are demoralizing when you guard for 25, 27 seconds, and then someone hits one as the clock's winding down. So we we had to fight through some of that in the first half, but I, I liked overall where we stood. I wasn't no one was really and panic does this brighten the the mood of the guys and just everything just kind of just winning and- see i don't think really no, nothing against anybody in this room or anywhere else but like unless you played at, at, at our level and, and experienced what it feels like to go through a tough stretch and and lose a few games no matter what you say and do in practice or, or what the players sit do in practice there is inherently a, a loss of confidence and, and tonight was, uh, I guess, a reintroduction to winning and, and knowing how to win and close an opponent out. So I'm hoping that there's there's going to be a uh, carryover effect now that we can all breathe. And and uh, because I've been through it as a player, and I know I know it as a coach and a player. Like you lose these games, some heartbreaking, some not. You lose four in a row, you feel like are we ever going to win a game again? No matter how good a season you've had. So. Uh, Happy the guys feel good for them because they've had a great season that they they could uh, get this out of their system and get back on the winning track.
0: Good stuff uh, by um, Bobby, and uh, that's uh, all I have on him. But, yeah, I mean, I've never played, and just a average Joe, um, you know, uh, armchair quarterback when it comes to football or whatever you want to uh, call me, but, uh, I, um, you know, you always hear that all the time. At least, at least I have in, in, in this business. I, I most certainly have is that, you know, players and coaches, um, players in particular, you know, when, when you're losing, you know, especially in, any more than, you know, I guess any more than one in a row, um, then, then, uh, you know, food doesn't taste quite as good um you know you just like you almost start to wonder man are we ever going to win again especially i mean well again especially when it's uh two and three um more closer to that three and four in a row especially five or or even further it's like goodness gracious i mean they they lost more in a row in this uh last stretch than they did in you know in, in the earlier part of the season combined. And, I mean, when you look at it like that, it's like, goodness gracious. Or, you know, even as a fan, it's like, man, this, you know, and I said it. They, that UCLA game, it did a number on them. There's no doubt. The confidence was, was shot. I mean, that 16-2 to run that UCLA, UCLA went on, um, you know that it was, it was killer. You know ASU could not buy a bucket, and I mean it just it it that like I said the final score was not indicative of how the game went where ASU was pretty much, I mean in it the whole way, the whole way, and and just fell apart at the end. And that's going to be a shot of confidence. I don't care who you are, um. And, uh, it, and what level you're at, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, and so, uh, it, you know, what he said is, is very true. Again, I don't know from experience, but I know I'm sure there's people that listen to this show and they're like, you know, even if they were just high school Harry's, um, and, uh, uh, you know, you, you, you felt that. So it's absolutely true. Um, yeah, that is that is the show um like I said, shorter and then uh than it has you know normally is or can be or especially when you know have more than one uh team in, obviously it's longer, but um good to uh get a win, get back out there hopefully um tonight. Um, the sons can do the same thing. And of course, after the break, um, coyotes can come out swinging as well. But anyway, that's the show. Um, always enjoy doing this. Um, I hope you guys, um, enjoy listening and, uh, um, anytime you want to get involved in the conversation, uh, bigskysportstalk at gmail.com and then at Big Sky Sports Talk for Facebook and Instagram uh, you can reach there and, and you know get whatever's uh, on your mind about anything some suggestions some encouragement maybe some critique if you want to just say hey or if you want to say hey you suck but I uh, listen anyway I don't know whatever you want to say you can say um And, uh, you know, I might read it out loud or whatever, but, um, anyway, I appreciate it as always. Um, you want to listen to the show other ways than maybe what you do. Um, obviously we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, Google, um, Audible, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, just about everywhere you can listen to the show. And uh, hit that subscribe button. That that bell kind of notification is usually what it is. Um, hit that, and that way you get notified, push the notifications, whatever you want. And uh, when when I drop an episode, uh, as as I always say, it's typically Tuesday through Saturday. Um, this week is, I think we had one day off last week. We had a couple, but um, we should be doing a show uh, tomorrow, unless something changes. I mean. Um, we had the suns tonight, so definitely have something to talk about for sure. Um, so continue to tell, tell your friends, your family, your neighbors, your enemies, you know, word of mouth, share it um, on social media uh, and uh, get the word out there. I do appreciate it. Um, until tomorrow, like I said, pending on what happens, but should be tomorrow. Thanks.